Previously on 1B D&D. And the entire town of Red Larch begins to burn. And these devastation orbs really live up to their name, don't they? I got a missive from Yartar this morning. One of our agents let us know that there is a devastation orb captured by a thieves' guild. You want me to steal an expensive item? Yeah, I'll do it. You recognize Davil Starsong. Wouldn't it just be my luck if you picked it up for me? I'm afraid we're going to be unable to help you out. Stevie, before you start with me- Ten thousand! I'm not here to save the world and I'm not here to have fun. We're working together. We're co-workers, really. I need to figure out what to do with this dragon. Oh my god, I'm gonna name it Ruby Red Squirt. I propose you allow me to take Ruby Red back to Waterdeep. Nobody would expect to look for her there because of the dragon ward. So you hear about the orb? I already sold it. What? To who? He's a merchant and a socialite. He runs auctions and galas, everything off of his ship. It's several boats coupled together. You know how you said somebody was planning to steal the orb? I think that somebody might now be you. Is it my birthday? Doing a train heist. All aboard that's going aboard. Choo-choo. You stand in the office of the Hand of Yartar, and by the office, I mean a back room at the bar, the Wink and Kiss. You're there with Noreen Dest, who is, has just been informed by her fellow finger that the devastation orb that you were looking for has already been sold to a wealthy socialite named Nico Crofist, who intends to auction it off on his boat, The Last Laugh, which is unique among other boats, and that is it is a series of boats linked to one another, like some might call a train. But a there train. are no trains in this world. There are no trains. There is a tugging vessel connected to several other vessels. Aquatrain. Aquatrain. Aquatrain Hunger Force. <laughs> or um, Aquamotive. Aquamotive I like. Or no, wait, we can use the same convention as the Divey Drivey. <laughs> this is the... Um, the Floaty Toady. The Floaty Toady. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's okay. Fucking perfect. Scholars of Gond will refer to this as an Aquamotive, but colloquially it is known as a Floaty Toady. Good for us. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for being here. We just want to hang today. You're going to hang if you get caught trying to steal this treasure from this floaty toady. <laughs> that thought passes through her brain. She shakes it off. She's like, okay, so that's where the auction's going to happen. In theory, yeah. The large barge in charge that pulls it all the yards. So the way I see it, there's two main ways. There's the sneaky, sneaky way, or there's the charmy, smarmy way, where you can talk your way through and then somehow break away and find the thing. Yes, no, I'm sorry. I heard it as I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the darkness. Okay. Probably stay in the darkness if you're going to be sneaky. Correct. Either way, I think I'm not going to be able to go on this one with you. What? You're very good at making with the words. Me, not so much. So I would only be... uh... Okay, okay. But here's another idea. Hmm. I go on board combo of socialite sneaky sneaky. Swipe the goods, pass it to you swimming alongside this boat. You take the cargo out. They don't even know I have it, and I'm still there. I'm innocent. You're as confused as everybody else. That's a good plan if you can pull it off. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> she says, sweating. <laughs> We're all looking through over a map. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they, it's spread on the out. table. Yeah. They have basically like a tourist map. They, they give to their new fingers, their pinky mm-hmm. fingers, which are their beginner fingers. Yeah. There's a couple of like marks on it that I don't understand. It's like a local thieves can. And Tight, yeah. 
So he probably is going to come back around. He takes yeah. the boat out, wines, dines, entertains, and then right. they come back. Okay, he's probably going to end up back in Yartar, like you said. I think you should come meet me out at the road. Pass the goods off to you, uh-huh. and I'll meet you at the road outside Yartar uh, that can lead to Tribor. Stevie points to that lone hill on the map and is like, I'll rendezvous with you here. Okay. This is your point of no return. Oh, Back to the Future 3 style. If we get past here and you're making it back to Yartar, I'm going to assume that the plan's gone awry and I'm going to come get you. Okay. Is there a place in town we can get sending stones or something? Can we get comms? <laughs> yeah, you should be able to find something like that at the Lion Shield Coster. All right. <laughs> Let's go shopping. <laughs> I'm actually going to buy a disguise. I think that's going to be great. Just in case he has magical wards. When you're saying you're buying a disguise, or you like, you mean like you're buying a dress and you're buying... Because I think you have a disguise kit. I don't. You don't. You're right. You don't have a disguise kit already. If it makes it easier for you. <laughs> Noreen takes a small box and goes, you're going to need this. Slides a disguise kit to you. I'm going to disguise self to look like a different person while I go shopping. Just in case any of these people get back to Nico and go, oh, this lady just bought all these clothes today. Uh, there are two clothing stores in town. Firelust Fabrics and The Winter Winds. Yo, Firelust Fabrics, what is up? Mm-hmm. Ting. I disguise Ting. myself as basically Sansa Stark. Uh, good evening, milady. What can I do for you? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. We're in Fantasy Not Chicago. Uh, oh, hello there. What, what can we do for you today? <laughs> good. Uh, hello. Um, I'm just looking for something that will show that I'm... Powerful, but not a stooge. Do you know what I mean? Not in the slightest. I've got a long line of stooges running in the bloodline, but I got some pretty dresses I'll show you right here. Perfect. What pretty pretty am I going to buy, Trevor? You describe this pretty pretty, Lee. It's your pretty pretty. Myrie picks out a dress that's like red, floor length, not like a puffy thing, but not like a slinky dress Mm -hmm. that like gathers at the waist and just comes out a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a fucking Kaylee dress. Uh Uh-uh. It's very funny because I'm actually thinking of, like, Anara's dress from that episode. (laughs) Perfect. From Shindig. So it's, like, red, and it's got kind of a sparkle to it at the top, and it kind of, like, peters out into just, like, normal red at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And the top has, like, a gold lace. Straight across, so it goes over the shoulders, but they're, like, off the shoulders. Mm -hmm. And then, like, at the front, in the cleavage area. And, uh, like, a very low back. Yeah. Dope. And I think, because it's my fantasy, it has, <laughs> it has like, a little bit of, like, future fabric or, like, magic fabric where it doesn't show it, but it basically has, like, cross straps that keep it up. So oh, you, you're yeah, not yeah. having to, like, adjust it all the time. It has straps, but you can't see them. Mm-hmm. So that, like, if Myri wanted to do a cartwheel, she could, and this dress would be fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> yes. It also fits... And it's mm-hmm. not more expensive than men's clothes. That's the other difference. <laughs> My God, what a world we're living in. <laughs> that is her outfit. And she buys so you're going stylish yet affordable boots. Black hat to Scarlet Witch. Oh. Hoo-wee, if you ain't married yet there, guy, you're going to find a husband before the night is through. Oh, well, thank you. You're too kind. I thought you were going to say you too, as I know I'm married. My, I got the <laughs> wife back in the mess. She's, she's doing the sewing. Not oh. because that's, uh, we're not trying to reinforce gender roles. She's just got the hands for it. I got oh. these sausage fingers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tell her thank you for the wonderful look. Of course. Hey, babe, wonderful work. Oh, I love their marriage. Also, we did a montage, and it was Myrie coming out. <laughs> 
she would like drop her Sansa to be her face for Stevie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's yeah, like yeah, yeah. this one, and it's like a green, like poofy gown. And Stevie's like, uh-uh. Oh. And then she comes back out and it's like a blue, like one shoulder, like governor's ball, like slinky mm. dress. And she's like, mm-hmm. this one? And Stevie's, and Stevie's like, like uh-uh. you know already. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one is the dress that she buys. She's like, what do you think? And Stevie's just got jaw dropped, clicks the jaw shut, points at the both fingers at you. Cute. And then, like, when you, like, are paying, Stevie, like, sneaks the blue one that uh, she said no to, but it's like, I wanted this one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yep, 100%. Uh, yeah. Even though it looks good on you, it will look better on me. Good, good. Perfect. And then I'm gonna go and disguise myself. <laughs> I think we, what, what's a, what's a gas station in favorite? Oh, dude. Uh... <laughs> Oh, it would be a stable. A stable is a gas station. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go to a stable and find a mirror. Uh, which has a public outhouse uh, that is locked. You have to get a key that's attached to a morning star. Yeah, I'm going to go disguise myself in this bathroom. Uh, we'll see how good I do. Roll that die. <laughs> this makeup. Oh, yes. 23. What a good well time done. to roll well. The only time I care. <laughs> when I'm making myself cute. Okay. Yeah, and inside this, like, there's sculptor's clay kind of thing to make prosthetics. You've got makeup. You know, you got a full Ben Nye kit. Oh, my God. Have you watched The Witcher? Still no. It's bad, but I'm going to look like that girl because she has such an interesting face because her nose is, like, big and she's the most beautiful person you've ever seen. Oh, I remember. It's the it's the stupid name. Yennefer. <laughs> you know there are real people named Yennefer, right? Jennifer, yes, but not Yennefer. No, Yennefer is a real name, and like in Sp- it's the Spanish Jennifer. Oh. oh, she is gorgeous. Literally, part of the storyline is she's born ugly, and when she becomes a witch, she like has to give up part of herself to make herself look beautiful. That's why they cast this like perfectly beautiful person. But I just think she has such an interesting look too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think dark hair. Mm-hmm. And the extension, so like it looks full. You don't have your asymmetrical haircut. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, I think actually updo, and. Uh, in case I need to cartwheel. And <laughs> he'll be a whale. She'll be a whale. <laughs> She's like, uh, my montage is going to be a lot shorter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a killer whale. Cool. Mm-hmm. What gold do I use for this? And also, can we get sending stones? It is five gold. And yes, the Lion Shield Coster is the place to go buy sending stones. Let's go there, please. You go into the stable and, like, walk out among the horseshit in just this ravishing gown. Yes! That's right! Yeah, I'm full dressed out. Mm. I'll grab the setting stone. And so we go to this magic shop. Inside it is crammed full of various articles. Scrolls, weapons, armor, regular-ass equipment that a person would need, like a shovel and a ladder. All of this is get the lion shield coster, which is being run by a gold-furred tabaxi woman. Hello, um... Hmm, no, this is new person, uh, and I know exactly the voice, and it's this one. Hello, um, I was wondering, do y'all have sending stones? I'm looking for a way to uh, engage with my friend here. Your reasons can be your own, but yes, we have a pair of sending stones available. I think I have those lying around, yes, just here. Did everyone catch the... It's a tabaxi, and they said lion. And the name of the place is the Lion Shield Coster. Oh, it's so good. 
So we're currently offering these for 700 gold. Oh, well, come now. For, for someone such as me who will spread the good name of uh, your shop far and wide. Oh my god, the lion shield Coster is the Bucky's of Faerun. There's just a picture of this like cartoon lion everywhere. His name's Coster. <laughs> Don't you think you can knock off some of that price? Mm, make a persuasion check. Our old two fours. 16. 700 is the price, I'm afraid. Mm. Hey, don't worry, I got this one. And Stevie what? comes up and, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There you are. Thank you. Will there be anything else? No, that's all for today. All right. So, Sending Stone. Who is one of one of these? My older brother had one. Your what? My older brother. I really thought you said Britta. And I was like, is your cousin who's a water genasi named Britta? Yes. Yes, kind of like yes. <laughs> anyway, brother. My brother Britta. And my mother Dasani. Yes. Oh my god, my mother Dasani. <laughs> so we walk out. So when I get the signal with the sending stone, that's when I'll be outside the boat. Hopefully out a window, maybe on top of the train. We'll have to read that as the, we go. The floaty toty. The floaty toty, excuse me. So, uh, and then we'll meet at the rendezvous point. Hurry, copy that. I think that's your ride. Good luck. I'm not the one who's going to need it. Okay. Myrie watches Stevie go off, mm-hmm. takes a deep breath, straightens her wig, <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. and then goes towards the floaty toady. All right. The last laugh is currently docked fairly obviously at one of the uh, nicer ends of Yartar. You see many socialites stepping out of carriages and like being escorted uh, by folks. Make a perception check. 11. You can see there's a number of armed guards, but you don't know how many. You can see they all are carrying crossbows. There's also like regular ass employees who are uh, checking scrolls of invite as uh, mm-hmm. these people are making their way aboard. And you see this dog like sniffing uh, at the uh, people that are coming aboard. And like one guy like stops one of the men and he goes, "Oh, of course." And he like unhooks a ceremonial like scimitar. Blade. Yeah, he like he removes his sword Sick. and hands it to the guard, and the dog like watches him as it goes up, and then as the guy goes up the ramp, the dog <laughs> teleports up to where he is, and <laughs> and the man um goes uh, um and removes a dagger from his boot and hands oh, it shit. to the guard, and like oh, man. makes gesture of like I forgot, I'm sorry. Myrie like sees all this and like steps behind a building nearby, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put all my stuff in my portable hole. <laughs> effort to put it in another dimension <laughs> which will hopefully not have a smell to it mm-hmm. the convenient storage space that is another dimension i think i'll have the ring of feather fall off. oh yeah that's nice garnet a little jewelry okay that's it and then is there anybody still coming up oh man this is such a dumb play but i really want to do it is there anybody coming up that i could pickpocket the invitation from um yeah you see this carriage getting out and this woman going let me alone i can do it myself imbeciles She's, uh, it's Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> yes, it is Dame Judy Dench uh, in a big, roughly fur coat. So she is there. Great. Myrie is finishing putting her, like, Mary Poppins style uh. sword into this hole <laughs> and then tucks it into her breast, mm-hmm. uh, like, into the top of her dress where her boob is. Yes. And nature's pocket. Nature's pocket. Well, and <laughs> clocks over mm-hmm. Tarantino's Whip spaghetti man. western style <laughs> to see this woman. 
and is like, hmm, seems arrogant, probably isn't going to be paying attention as much. A legend of stage and screen. <laughs> a gift to all mankind. So Myrie slips in behind her as if she's just going to get in line behind her and just tries to, I think it's in her fur coat. Mm-hmm. She clocks the like gold leaf lettering. Shiny, shiny. In the, shiny, in the shiny. lamplight. In the continual flame spells that are on these lamps. You know the ravens love shiny things. I do know that. Make a sleight of hand, Jack. 26. Like it was never even there. Like it was always I don't even, yours. I don't even pretend to bump into her. No. You just filch it. And like as you're doing it, like tuck it in behind up your like hand passing it into bag. I don't know. Yeah, you. yes, you get it successfully. <laughs> yes. She doesn't even notice you as you stride past her. And I'm hoping that she's still dealing with her footmen so I can get ahead of her. Mm. So when they read her name on the invitation, <laughs> so she doesn't hear. So I'm going to go rush ahead and then go to the boat. The floaty toady. The last laugh. A well-dressed couple walk up the plank, the gangway, mm-hmm. to board this uh, vessel. And mm-hmm. then the guard says, good evening, madam, your ticket. Oh, hello there. Here it is. I give him the invitation. Welcome aboard the last laugh, lady. Mary Lou Sweetwater. All right. Welcome aboard the last laugh, lady Sweetwater. Thank you kindly. And I go in. Uh, you go on. So you can see you were boarding the penultimate car. There is one behind you. And then there's mm-hmm. this one here that you're boarding. And then there's another five more in front of you. On board, you can see you are in what appears to be a dining car. There's many seats and tables for passengers milling about. There's, sorry, I say car. I'm at barge. Uh, a dining barge. There's um, unseen servants carrying uh, various trays full of champagne flutes and uh, hors d'oeuvre plates doing pass apps. Most of these uh, rich folks are like passing them by. Mills about, no, we're so rich and we know one another. I take a glass of champagne for camouflage. Of course. Not because booze is delicious, kids. That's actually in a comic I just read. She takes a glass of champagne. Her friend is like, what's that? She goes, camouflage. She's sipping it. Delilah Dirk. Okay, you are aboard. You're in this dining car. You can see several folks. There's a a man wearing a a suit who has like an octopus on his shoulder. There's a guy who's kind of like Andre the Giant size, clearly muscle, and uh, standing behind a a blonde, mustachioed gentleman with uh, twiddly fingers. There's ladies in dresses all the colors of the rainbow and several colors that only exist in Faerun. love that for us there were seven barges is the first barge the driving barge or is that another room of stuff in in a train version like yeah. the locomotive and then seven cars no the locomotive or is, is one of the seven copy cool myrie's got the champagne and she sips it is it good uh it's not the best like you've you had better at the opera he's fronting yeah cool she sips her wine and goes, okay. but keeps her face safe mm-hmm. because she's a professional. Of course. She also probably doesn't have taste in wine because she's an urchin, speaking from experience. And <laughs> she looks around, clocks some of the people. How many people brought guards? Are there like a lot of personal people there that are muscle? No, there's only like two or three the Jarvises of these people. Most of them are either couples or they're just enjoying. Um, although, make a perception check. 16, please. So there are, uh, there are three men that have brought muscle. There is also 
Ernie Stoutblade, the man with whom you defended Delman Ranch, is aboard and appears to be working. Um, he is armed. He's like a hero for hire as well. I'm just reminding myself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And also, you notice Vincent Trench, detective. Oh my god. Is there going to be a murder on the Orient Express situation? <laughs> if I get one train, I'm going to put as much train in it as I can. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> so Myrie's looking around, clocks Ernie Stoutblade, and is like, oh boy. Love him. Can't let him know I'm here. Wish I could hang, but I can't. Keeps scanning the room and sees Vincent and goes, oh no. Because she's like, I know my disguise is good. And I think he'll still get me. Because <laughs> it's Vincent. Because Vincent Trench. So like somebody has like put a, a champagne flute on somebody else's tray and he walks up and like picks it up, inspects it, like sniffs the glass, <laughs> decides it's okay and puts it back. He licks the stem. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she kind of like puts like one of the face framing curls a little bit in front of her as she turns away and is like, got it? Mm-hmm. Gonna try and avoid Vincent Trench? And she wants to look in the car behind. Sure. What's that door look like? Does it look like a do not enter? We have guards thing? It does not. Cool. I want to go through there. Okay. Nonchalantly. Uh, can I help you, ma'am? I'm sorry. Is this the way to go for the the auction? I was just going to explore before everything got real started. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's the other end of the barge. Oh, my apologies. Well, what's this way? Is this some sort of vip area you know how i do love vip area (laughs) (laughs) uh no i'm sorry ma'am it's uh the employees carters oh got it no worries you are so handsome thank you so much for your help uh he tips his hat to you he's wearing like a tiny like uh like grand budapest hotel style like bellboy kind of cap with just the tiniest brim (laughs) like a fairly odd parents just like on the corner of his head just ma'am <laughs> she gives him a wink and she turns around mm. oh i love yetta for my re- okay uh, and I, i'll go forward then i'll go through the the front door okay you go through that door and you are in the ballroom barge ballroom barge ballroom barge sweet oh sweet water yeah so, okay, yeah, it's um, lavish. There is a floating chandelier. There is a, uh, a band playing. It's a, uh, a simple string quartet. Three Strings Merig is nowhere to be seen. We can't have everybody. I know. Also, why would he be like, hey, can you do this job? We gotta go. And then shows up on this boat. I just had a gig. <laughs> I'm a harper second and a musician first. <laughs> Honestly, respect. He's, gonna, he's the only one who's gonna be successful. Though. Secret agent is to fuel the art. <laughs> That's a series right there. That's a Disney Channel original. I'd watch that. That's basically what the whole first season of um, Riverdale is. It's them being like, yo, we gotta solve this kid's murder. And Archie's like, but I don't know if I want music or football. And they're like, okay. Okay, but this kid got murdered. (laughs) And also Jughead, your best friend's homeless. He's like, but music. Let's cast the hottest person we can so we don't have to write him smart. (laughs) Okay, so she walks in, she sees the chandelier, and she goes, See how they did it, but I just don't know why. Uh, <laughs> and um, oh, also, I think the string quartet is being played by invisible servants. That's garish and magic. So, like the mu- the music, it's like a uh, like a player piano, but it's um, you know uh, a cello and a viola, uh-huh. and two, two violins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
She is taking in everything, though. Mm -hmm. She hasn't been to a fancy party in a long time. She's been in the underworld for, like, two months. And it's just, like, kind of reminiscing running through Waterdeep, dealing with rich folks all over again. Rich folks is queer. And side-eyeing all these people who aren't paying attention to any of it. Mm -hmm. And, like are gossiping about how bad it is. You know, like, the wine isn't great, the string quartet is nice, but but who has a quartet when you could have a sextuplet or whatever? A symphony. The arcade fire of classical music. She notices, I assume there's, like, as far as the staging for the auction, is there There a is a place? Literal, Yeah, there's a stage. You can see there's Tell a podium me. there. There's a man who uh, is ostensibly an auctioneer uh, hanging out by it with curtains. No uh, lots um, but there is a, a table where they would be, and you can see it's right by the door that leads to the barge just beyond this. Okay, cool. Near the door. Sidebar, I posted, remind me to water my plant tomorrow on Facebook, and everyone on Facebook's been commenting all day, which is mm-hmm. great because I still haven't done it. But I've gotten two texts now being like, hey, water your plant. <laughs> That's so fun. That's a really good way to do that, too. I love doing stuff like that. I've lost clothes this year, and I've been like, hey, is my watch at your house? And it's just so funny. Like, my friends in Florida were like, I looked around. It's not here. Nope. Like, it, it cracks me up. Pictures of cell phones. Is this your watch? Yeah, exactly. Picture of Big Ben. Is this your watch? <laughs> well done. You know me. Always dependent upon the kindness of strangers. Did I get a description of Nico... Crowfist? You did not. No, well, that was done on me. Can I see if... There's anyone in here who probably is him. I'd say make a perception or an insight check. Fifteen perception. You see um, various cliques that have been forming around this ballroom. One of them, not far from the from the stage uh, where the auctioneer is, uh, is a man dressed in all sable. He has perfectly coiffed uh, brunette hair. He has the focus of a rather large group of bored-looking people. You can guess like he's probably somebody important. Quite possibly the important host of this party. Um, and he's near one of the doors. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone near the other door? Uh, just a guard. I'm gonna go over to the door that this stable man is, and listen in as I try to go through that door and just see if I get stopped. Okay. Because I also want to listen to see if they're talking about anything of import and if they're like, oh, Nico, you crazy dude. Mm. And then I know for sure it's him. <laughs> yeah. So I told him, if you're going to go to Chult, don't come back until you're a merchant prince. Um, I beg your pardon. May I help you? Oh, sorry. Hello. Uh, pleased to meet you. Are you the host we've heard so much about? Yeah, Nico Crowfist. And you are? Oh, Mary Lou Sweetwater. Mary Lou Sweetwater? You must not be from Yatar. I would have heard of you, certainly. No, no. Oh, well, I, I'm just enamored with this here. Uh, what, it, what do you call it? Oh, a chandelier. Oh, no, no, no. I meant the vehicle. Oh, yes, the last laugh. My pride and joy. My bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good boat. It's incredible. Uh, I was just going to go through here and just see some more. Oh, no, no, no. Afraid you can't go through there. No, no, that's where all of the um, items being auctioned are kept. I can't have anybody just go looking about. You've got to wait for them to be trotted on upon stage. Excuse me, how silly of me, I just, I thought it was more, more extravagance to admire. Everything in due time, you know? Of course, of course. Uh, find my voice, cause I'm slipping into him. You cannot understand my argument and declare it's Greek to me. Okay, alright, well, thank you so much, it's so lovely to meet you. She downs the rest of her champagne, I just, I gotta get a refill. Pardon me real quick. Help yourself. 
The champagne will be flowing as long as the moon is in the sky. And if I know anything about the moon, that'll be all night. Have a happy last sheaf. <laughs> of course. Myri, like, smiles, and as she turns around, she's like, oh, God. <laughs> she's going to go towards the other door where the guard is. Is that right? Excuse me. Are you with the host tonight? He, like, looks down at his uniform and then looks back at you and goes, I just don't like making assumptions. I don't want to have egg on my face. I'm just trying to be polite. Excuse me. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I work for Mr. Grofist. I got the feeling, she points to one of the, there's like a lady over there. I overheard that woman over there, and she was saying something. She was going to try and get one over on Mr. Crowfist, and I just saw her over there acting real shady. I, I thought you might want to check in on it. Probably just high society gossip. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't pay it any mind. I just, I saw one of her, like, hair clips looked a little sharp, and I was afraid one of your little woof-woofs might have missed something. Make a persuasion check. We tried to take all sharp objects at the front. I told those boys not to even let a toenail clipper come through. It can be used as a weapon in a bad situation. I'm on it, man. Natural 20? Okay, he he runs forward and tackles this woman. (laughs) Everyone turns to what happened over there, Mm -hmm. and I slip through this door, which I hope is unlocked. Yep. (laughs) Okay, great. I slipped through this door. Um, you're on this, like, deck. There's a uh, a chain that uh, links these two barges to one another, and then there's cool. another barge on the other side. Cool. The night air is chill, and the, the spray of... Uh, yeah, I feel like the sun is setting right now. It's dipping down beneath the hills, and uh, as the spray kind of, like, mists over here and the door shuts behind, you hear a... and see the six-foot column of, uh, of mist... <laughs> And a large black eye, like, winks at you and then sinks down below. <laughs> I wink back. But Myri can't wink, so it's a blink. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think Myri can wink when she's lying. Mm-hmm. And then whenever she does it genuinely, for some reason, the wires get crossed. crossed. <laughs> like, like, her survival instinct and, like, you have to pass as this person thing, like, allows her to be, like, charming and, like, wink. But as soon as she's herself, she's like, I can't flirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> So she carefully is between these cars because she's still in heels. Mm-hmm. She's like, stupid rich people clothes. And she's going to, are there two doors on this next car as well or no? Uh, no, there's just the one. Cool. She's going to go through that door. Actually, better idea. Can I climb on top? Mm-hmm. And is there like a window in the side? Uh, make an athletics check to climb on top. Oh, good job for working out, Myri. Um, 18. <laughs> you do 10 so you can do one. Yeah, you jump and like uh, catch onto the sledge and pull yourself up and then peek down over on the window on the side and you can see there are three guards in this barge one of them is walking through carrying what looks to be like a shiny gold mask mm-hmm. copy so he's about to go out yeah to he's front. coming he's coming down toward this and like is heading toward the door you just were standing by okay this is gonna be great okay cool i clock that Let's go climbing on top of this. Mm-hmm. Can I go to the next car and see what's in there? Sure. You, on top of this barge, pitter-patter across. Do you want me to roll a stealth check? I do. If you want to be sneaky. I do want to If you don't want sneaky. them to hear your pitter-patter of little feet. <laughs> I know. I heard that. I was like, whoa. 14. You shuffle across. And then do you, are you going to jump from the top of this barge to the next one? Yes. Make an athletics Carefully. Jack, of course. <laughs> Carefully. Carefully and stealthily. 
Oh no! I'm gonna use luck. Uh, 11. Okay, you jump and land on this other side there. This one does not have any windows on the side. Oh shit. I want to go across it, mm-hmm. go down, and open the door that's on the rear of that one, sure. and peek inside sneakily. Gotcha. Okay, you can do that without a check. You get down on the other side and pull down. Um, you look at the door and you can see there is a lock on it. Okay, can I make an arcana check or something to see if it's magic as well? Go for it. Twelve. Looking at the lock itself, there is this like pink light etched. It does appear to have been magically enhanced in some way. Like these pink like sigils are uh, on what is otherwise a normal padlock. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Can't just miss you step. That's how you die, nightcrawler style. What about the door on the other side? Like the door behind you to the car. Right behind me to the first car. Does not appear to be locked. Let's gently open that and peek inside. Inside, you can see these oars that are moving as if by magic, because that is how they're being moved. There's a series of um, three on each side, so there's six total leading toward the bow of this ship, but there's nobody aboard. Okay, I'm going to go out of the oar room, climb back on top, head back toward... The inventory room with the two guards. Yeah, you... And I'm sneaking. Right? There are still two guards in there. And you can see at the cool. far end, the, the guard who brought the mask is now opening uh, the door and to, coming toward to you. In. Cool. Can I hide behind some materials? There's not any, like... Like big boxes or anything? Not in this car. It appears to be a um, like an employee, like a, where, the, where the guards would hang out. Copy. So they're getting the stuff from the car behind me. But you could hide, like, behind the door where you are now. Or behind right, the wall where right. you are now. Right, right, right. Um, like up against the wall. Cool, let's do that. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realized what I did as I did it. Myri is going to be up against the wall. And can I prep an action to like grab a guard that comes through? <laughs> sure, so as he comes through, you're going to... So Myri presses herself against the exterior wall uh, with her back towards the dining room direction Mm -hmm. and preps for when a guard walks in front of her her to close the door and and grab him yep okay Uh uh-huh uh-huh make a grapple check yeah and also uh, you're doing this with advantage a dirty 20 door slides open and slides shut behind and Mm. as he finishes that breath out just like hand over mouth uh hand around arms okay uh, he is grappled. What's uh, what's your move? I want to knock him out. Okay. Is there a way to just like cut off his airflow and knock him out faster than just hitting him a bunch? <laughs> I know, right? There's not really a rule for it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just gonna say you do it. This dude's like unarmed, and like otherwise, we're just gonna have you like hitting him against the head. So yeah, you hold him, and then he you go, sleep, sleep, sleep. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> go to bed. This is a bad dream. This is a bad dream. <laughs> he succumbs and is now heavy and limp in your arms. Cool. I I prop him up next to the door, mm-hmm. and I like cross his little legs. I take his boots off so they don't mm-hmm. get wet. But his little feet are in the water, and okay. it looks like he's just sitting on the side with his boots off next Slumped to him. Slumped over the like safety chain. Uh-huh. Oh man. Do you know what I have? I have a champagne glass, and yeah. I fill it. I put this bad champagne in my alchemy jug, and I fill up the champagne glass, mm-hmm. and I put it in his little hand, weekend at birdie style. And uh, I put some in his mouth so it'll smell like he's drank. <laughs> Clever. She's thought of everything. And um, 
Meyer's like, oh, God, it's good to be back. Can I find keys on him? Yeah, he's got keys right on him. Cool. I may steal his clothes in a second, but that's what I'm going to do for now. And I'm going to try this lock and try and hopefully magic doesn't happen. And if it does, I'll deal with it then. And I'm going to go into this locked room. The key fits in the lock and opens. You make your way inside and you are now in a windowless room that you can see is what we're going to call the loot barge or the cargo barge. There's an ornate rug that is spread out on the ground. It's not rolled up like it's going to be uh, Uh taken off. There's a full suit of armor sitting in the corner. There is a sarcophagus lying down on the far side of this barge, but against the wall so it's not blocking off the door. There's shelves laden with, like there's an ornately carved horn bowls, statuettes. You can see uh, several paintings. And then there are three crates that are all identical. Is one gold, one silver? Nope, and not and one black. I'm not going to give you a riddle you know the answer to. Um, that's a Merchant of Venice reference for all you non-nerds out there. And I go towards these three crates, keeping an ear out for the door in case anybody comes. I lock it behind me. Mm-hmm. Is there a locking mechanism on the inside? There is not. Uh, well, actually... I'm going to move something in front of it. What is near the door that I can move in front of it so it'll either knock over or, like, push against it? There's the suit of armor. Cool. I I drag the suit of armor and put it in front of the door. Make a strength check. Your girl's not strong. Oh, but she is rolling well today. 21. Perfect. Yeah, you drag this huge... It feels like there's a person in it. It's so heavy. That thought crosses her mind and she opens the visor. Uh, The visor doesn't budge. Okay. That's fine. Um, wouldn't be the first time. But you successfully move it in front of the door. Great. And I'm going to go inspect these three crates. As you move over the rug. Damn it. I knew I should check that out. Yep. I thought about it, but I was like, no, it's fine. It snaps shut over you and ties itself up, pinning you, your arms to your side and grappling you. You are restrained, blinded. It's over my face. It is over your face. You are finding it difficult to breathe. <gasps> Damn it. But it is your turn. I want to grapple myself. Okay, make a dexterity save. I'm going to use some luck. Mm-hmm. You have one point remaining? Yeah, I do. 16. Okay, yeah. You are managed to, like, shimmy your shoulders out and, like, get your elbows mm-hmm. down, and you elbow it, and it, like, <gasps> like, hits it and, like, falls to the ground, and then <laughs> lifts itself up. Basically like the rug from Aladdin, um, and its little tassels on the end go up like fists like a pugilist. <gasps> Incredible. Um, but it, like, it moves with a serpentine grace. Uh, roll initiative. Oh my god. It's incredible. 14. Okay, you go first. Does this thing have a mouth to speak with? Not a distinguishable one, no. Great. Just checking. Good to ask. Do I want to do any of my fun things? I summon my hexblade. <laughs> That's a fun thing. And uh, I stab it. <laughs> uh, roll an attack. 17. Will hit. And a dirty 20 damage. You slice, uh, completely tarnishing this rug and diminishing its value to any collector, which is the biggest insult. And you just go like diagonally, pretty sneaky, sis, all the way across it. Good. Uh, Its threads like begin to fray, like red thread begins like spilling out on it and unspooling across the floor. I reach into my boob and pull out another sword. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, For your offhand attack? Mm -hmm. 
Go for it. Do you, do you want me to wait? Because I no, it? No, no, okay. not even a little bit. I want you to <laughs> I want you to reach into your cleavage, pull out a booby trap, and then Oh, it's so good. Um fourteen to hit. Will. Uh no sneak attack, just regular. Okay, so then it's seven damage. Yeah, you go across the other side and it Zoro style. Yeah. <laughs> just like Except it's an M, you go. I, I meet him in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go up with two and then diagonally down across the middle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking tight. Uh-huh. It is this rug's turn. I'm about to get rug burned. Very nice. It wraps itself around you again. Oh. Um, wait. It's not an attack roll, is it? It is. Can I defensive duelist to use my reaction to add my proficiency bonus to AC when holding a sword? Yes, you can, which brings your AC from, what, 17 to 21, which is lower than 24. Yep, it is. That's fine. I don't regret Um, a thing. (laughs) You, like, try and parry it, and then it just gets you up, so now your arms are sticking outside the top of it, and you've got your swords in either hand. Like, (laughs) Like my wrists are just like... (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. I'm gonna bust out of this. Well, at the start of your turn, I probably should have done this on the last one, but you take 11 uh, damage. Okay. And you cannot uncanny dodge it. Because you can't see. Yeah, exactly. You're blind. Can't evade the lungs. Suffo can't. Now I make an athletics check to <laughs> You make a dexterity check. So or a strength check. A dexterity too. save to wiggle out. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. 21. Ah, uh, yes. You... <laughs> um, and now I have a bonus action. You shuffle off this mortal carpet. So I use spinneret. Mm-hmm. And then I add my dex. Oh, the irony. And then I add my dex. To unweave this two. rock. This rug is not frightened, but it is afraid. That's good. Ten. Does not hit. You slash wildly. This rug goes flat against the floor. Uh-huh. Like it's a regular rug. And then the bottom of it like whips up and it like jumps up to standing again. Uh, like, a, like a martial artist. But it's just it's amazing. like fabric. And it is flimsy. Anything else? I don't think you can. You That's can my move. whole thing. It like tries to wrap itself around your, your feet uh-huh. again, but you've seen this trick before, and you've got fancy footwork. You dance out of the way and uh, back yourself up. Uh, you're next to the sarcophagus now on the far side, so you're facing the the suit of armor that you just put in, in between you and this rug. And uh, it's your turn. If you want to cut a rug here, I'm happy to oblige. Twenty-seven. I believe that will make contact. Sixteen damage. How do you kill it? I. Tarantella up to it, and I do a spin move. Quentin Tarantella. Quentin Tarantella! And I spin move, and I, like, end on the ground in, like, a bow to it, and as mm-hmm. I do, it just, like, slides off itself, anime-style, diagonal, mm-hmm. and as it slides, just bursts into, like, thread. And, like, <laughs> crumbles down. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is completely floored. Oh, God. You didn't need to come apart at the seams. I know I'm a good dancer, but... <laughs> Just standing there over the rug, making rug making, puns at it. Making rug puns at it. As the guards come and arrest you. <laughs> You're still making... I regret nothing! Um, <laughs> great. I'm going to inspect these three crates I'm near now. I want to look for traps. Okay. Make a perception check. And I want to look for which one is probably the right one. Am I really going to use all my luck right now? <laughs> I guess I can just open them all. Five! Okay, so there are three indistinguishable crates great you notice no traps myri like breathing heavy feeling confident she just killed a rug just goes for it and is gonna open the middle one 
Okay. And you see a, um, or sorry, you see these uh, two gauntlets with these like ornate golden uh, faces on them. Are they cursed? Mm. I put them in my boob. Shloop, shloop. Because I realize we got to get treasure for Stevie too. Let's open crate number right. (laughs) As you um, are pocketing these, you hear um, from the back, quick, 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 stop the next auction item. Lady Alexander Grantham just fell to the floor dead and a detective announced that someone on this train is a murderer. Oh my God, incredible. But something's going on. The magical alarm just pinged inside my brain. What's going on aboard the loot car? Oh shit. Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to episode 48 of 1P D&D. Hey, we're coming up on a thing. Uh, with Beverly Jean as Myrie Stone daughter and Trevor Wade as everyone else, Joshua Penn Pearson did the music, and this episode was inspired by my brain and also kind of the Wizards of the Coast Adventure, Princes of the Apocalypse. This is our finale for Arc 3. Uh, the Princes of the Apocalypse arc. Thank you so much for everybody who's tuned in so far. This adventure did not go at all the way I thought it would, but it was very fun, and I hope you're enjoying it. Um, if you know some other dorks who might, now is the time to tell them to get on in here, because it's the end of an arc. We're almost 50 episodes in. Perfect time for somebody to jump in, although I personally can't understand the sort of gremlin who goes into the middle of a series and doesn't start from the beginning when it's episodic like this. But if you're that kind of gremlin, hello. Thank you for gremlin with us. Ooh, that was bad. I owe you all a dollar. Speaking of, if you want to donate to the Patreon, patreon.com slash 1pdnd. No pressure if you don't, but if you want to, that's a place to do that. Thank you to all of our Patreons. I'll thank you individually in two weeks. But I mentioned money, so it felt important to mention all y'all. Boy, this announcement's all over the place, huh? Uh, A great way to give back to this podcast without money is simply by leaving us a review on iTunes. iTunes, what am I, 40? Uh, Apple Podcasts. That's a great way to say, hey, I like the show. And it's a great way to recommend it to people outside of your friend group. So find the strange gremlins. Get them to jump on board to Myrie's wacky adventures. At 1PDD is the Instagram. Hashtag 1PDD is Twitter. That's one like the number, P like the letter, D like the letter, N like the letter, and D like the letter. You may notice, if you've uh, been with us from the beginning or for a while now, the art is hella new. That's Quoth the Raven in our little icon there, drawn by our very own Beverly Jean. Uh, it's hella cool, and I like it a lot. I approve. Had a little natural vocal fry send me straight into quote there. Clearly, I'm a little bit loopy. Thanks, painkillers. Um, do drugs, kids, and uh, we'll see you next Wednesday, the 29th, for episode 49. Till the 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 then. So you hear that as you open this box and make a... Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. Okay. Fuck. Fuck. Well, 13. Beautiful. As you open this crate, you feel this pulse run through your body, and you are momentarily frozen, but then it shudders through you and dissipates. Thank God. What's in the crate? In the crate is a clear glass orb. (gasps) Does it look like the devastation orb from the town? It's a devastation orb. Sick. Uh, just making sure it's not crystal ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Not a false orb. She holds it up, a la Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, 
when she lifts it up, does a boulder drop away <laughs> as I make my own reference? Uh, uh, it wasn't going to, but now. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Mm. She looks at it and she's like, <gasps> she shoves it in her boob and, and she puts the lids both back on these. The voice was coming closer, right? Uh, yes. Great. And actually at this point you hear it go, oh, what's this? Artie, asleep on the job and drinking my champagne. Oh, into the drinky winky. And you're like, oh no, <laughs> I just killed that man. It's fine. He'll be fine. I'm sure he'll wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's dead. I pocket the key I have. Okay, do I have time? Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, here's my play. Mm-hmm. I would like to. Tell me if this is too many. It probably is. I don't care. It's so fun. I love it. I love it. I, I want to move the armor back to where it was. Cover it with... Is there like a sheet I can just throw over it? And then I want to disguise myself as the suit of armor. <laughs> oh, clever as hell. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. I scoop the armor into my portable hole. Scoop. <laughs> And then I turn into the suit of armor and I stand next to the door. Mm-hmm. You're a little bit shorter than it. I am. Darts open the As you do this, he pushes open the door. Goes, and it's like materializing down as the door is opening. And there's like a shot of my feet turning into the stand as the door. Your functional boots. What Stylish yet affordable boots. Stylish yet affordable boots. Turn into these greaves of this uh, suit of armor and you... Stand stark still, and he goes, Avast, you do- Hmm. Abjuration spell. Hmm, there's nothing appears to be in here. Hmm. Oh, yes, there's that shield guardian I was given. Where in the nine hells did I put that? Ah, here it is. And he Hold takes on. out his amulet. Do yeah. I know what a shield guardian is? Um, make an arcana check. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> please, please, dice, please. I'm going to use luck. Oh, this is my last one. I roll a three. Eleven. Eleven. You have no idea what a shield guardian is. Shit. Okay. But you see him pull out this amulet. Is he looking at me too while yeah. he does it? Yes. I can't see goes, you, by the way. So you have to like kind of you pretend oh, I'm a yeah. listener. Oh, weird. Oh, rough. No, I'm frozen. He pulls this amulet out from his uh, coat and he goes, "Oop! There we are. Now then, you slave." I need a little bit of extra muscle back in the ballroom. Apparently, there's been a murder at my party. Oh, Buckety, what was that command word? Oh, I knew I should have been paying attention, but... Myra's, like, sweating. There's, like, there's like, drops uh, falling. She's just hoping he's not noticing. Doopy-doopy-doo. Damn, I really should write these things down. Oh, my rug. <laughs> mm, check the sarcophagus. He opens it. Nope, mummy's still inside. Come. While he's turned around, uh-huh. can I sneak out the door? Yeah, go ahead and um, uh, make a stealth check. I'm going to sneak out as the suit of armor. Because uh-huh. now he's on the other side of the room, right? <laughs> yep. But just yeah, in is. case anybody sees me. Boop. Mm. Stealth, right? Mm-hmm. 14. You go out the other side, and he's like, oh, must have been a bat or some sort of aquatic squirrel. As you sneak out the door, you like see the other guards now coming toward you. Uh-huh. I want to climb up. The car they are, uh, they were inside of. So like yeah. the inventory car. That yeah, totally. Isn't locked. Um, make an athletics check. Frick. Eight. 
You leap, like, you forget how your arms are shorter than they appear to be. Uh-huh. So you go and, like, <laughs> you just slap against the side of this wall. And he turns and goes, oh, I guess I did remember the command word. What do you think you're doing? Uh, I turn around and I, as armor, mm-hmm. look ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I was weak. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> Twelve. Now, now, no need to be embarrassed. <laughs> Apparently there's a murderer aboard the strain. I need you to be my muscle and protect me. Right this way. And he walks through the uh, door back to where you're headed. When he is out of earshot, uh-huh. I want to sending stone the signal to uh, Stevie. Mm-hmm. Stevie, prairie dog's in the hole. The hole's a tin can. You'll see. <laughs> You've never seen a whale look curious before. Um, there's a column of steam comes up right next and you and like opens up her enormous killer whale mouth she reaches into the statue's armor and her hand disappears into the <laughs> into illusion, the breastplate into the illusion and pulls out the ball and mm-hmm. gently rolls it into this whale mouth lobs it bowling style yeah. make an athletics check no no i'm gonna set off this orb are they like grenades and you have to like make a spell make them explode Myra doesn't know, so you don't know. Myra is the opposite of Tyler Durden. 21. Blackjack. Who? Blackjack, and then the black and white whoop, swallows it Jonah style. Uh-huh. And before sinking out, like, uh, gives you a flip with a fluke, and then flukes up and then sinks below. Can I try and climb up again mm-hmm. and go around? I think it'll be more fun if I turn back into this person and have to avoid a murder charge. My goal is to get on top of this train car, and then I'm going to try and get back to the dining car and enter through there, hoping the guard is gone. Mm-hmm. 14. Yeah, you scale to the roof of this car. Sick. Sneakily, mm-hmm. I walk. I'm on this car. I walk across one and then across another. Make an athletics check to jump? A natural one. Um, hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go to jump and, like, the barge hits a wake, knocks uh, you off in the middle of your jump and ruins your timing. You fall into the water and then (gasps) are bobbing up and down and the guards look to the side and see a suit of armor not sinking. Copy. Fuck. (laughs) The boat's going forward. Mm -hmm. So cars are going to be passing me fast-ish. Faster than I can swim. Probably, yeah. I want to wait till I'm near the dining car, uh huh, and I can see in a window, and I want to misty step in there. Dope. Okay. Yeah, it's shuffling past the ball room, which has like the the ball bar just has these big wide window shuffles past, and you see Vincent Trench like up in the face of the dude with the mutton chops, um, <laughs> who's like pleading and crying, uh, and then that continues to go past, and then the uh, car that you were that you entered on is there. And it appears to be empty, as you can see through the windows. So I'm swimming as armor, paying attention, timing my jump, basically, as this car goes by. And I'm going to jump on instead of jump off. And I take three breaths. I'm like, one, ballroom, two, three. And then I turn into mist. Yeah. And I end up midair because I looked from underneath. So I'm like midair and I fall. Is there anybody actually in this room? There's not. Oh, what a gift. I drop the disguised self. I'm a wet version of what I was. Yeah, you are super soaking wet. I take a bar towel and I dry myself as best I can. And then I disguise self, a dry version. Of the, of the same actual disguise? 
and I'm gonna try and sneak in to the ballroom as if I was there the whole time. <laughs> That's my plan. Make a stealth check. Oh God. Stealth or performance, <laughs> I think. Seventeen performance. You sidle up alongside this crowd, and there's a bunch of folks there. <laughs> Have ladies fainted? <laughs> What's the buffet like? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Instruments lay discarded to the side as the magic operating them has fallen. Vincent has the gavel of the auctioneer and is currently pretending to smoke it like it's a pipe. As he's pacing back and forth, Lord Crofus is looking around like, what happened to that suit of armor I just told the fallen man? <laughs> he's like shaking the amulet, trying to see if it's broken. Uh-huh. Women are clutching pearls and Vincent has got like one woman who's like sobbing on the ground being like, no! I would never have killed her. I hated her. I know I admit I hated her, but I wouldn't kill her. Good. What are you doing? Oh, man. Myri looks at the buffet longingly, but she knows it'd be so suspicious to just be snacking while this happens. So I whisper to a woman next to me, and I'm like, this is horrible. Can, can you believe something like this would happen in a place like Yartar? <laughs> she, like, rolls her eyes and goes, this is my fourth. <laughs> Vincent goes, I know that you wouldn't have killed her. Because she's not actually dead. Are you, Lady Grantham? And uh, the woman, like the body on the floor starts slow clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And stands and she goes, you're as good as your paper said you were. She says, I will hire you. I have a very important job for you. Oh my God. Incredible. Wow. He's, I I really never seen detective quite so good as him. Where's he from again? Water, water pile, water, water shower. Who are you? I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for coming. Thank you all. We're actually going to call things early at night. Bit too rich for my blood, which is rich. rich. <laughs> Can I pickpocket one of these rich folks? Make a sleight of hand check. Oh, fuck. Such a bad idea. Oh, yes. Dirty 20. Yes. Uh... <laughs> I just got to get some the... pay for my girl. <laughs> the woman who was like, don't talk to me like turns aside and as she does you like uh unclasp the back of her like very ornate necklace like her uh-huh. like, d- like dripping with jewels chest uh-huh. piece and it just like falls off and you just kind of like lean forward open up your uh dress to your cleavage <laughs> and it falls in good i think i just want to jump ahead okay so you make it back to the dock in yartar without being uh apprehended so yeah you uh you you made it off scot-free Stevie has the orb, you have a suit of armor, but no amulet with which to uh, operate it. Sell it for parts. (laughs) It's like not having a key, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You hotwire the shield guardian. (laughs) Hotwire a shield guardian, I'm sure someone can. I have a necklace, I have the armor, and I took the gauntlets. So I nonchalantly walk. And Mm. once she's out of sight of everyone, she drops her disguised self and takes off her wig. I think you throw it into the river. Mm -hmm. And it collects water. And sinks. Okay, Stevie is there waiting for you on the other side of this hill as you come along. Just here, there's a failed village that never got started up. It's essentially a ghost town now. Uh, <gasps> so good. In Genasi form. Cute. And like tossing the orb up and down and like contact juggling with it a little bit. So cool. Was, I'm amazed we were able to pull that off, but I guess we did. I even managed to score us some good treasure. Oh yeah, what'd you get? Thought you might like this. And I hand uh, her the necklace. I do, yeah. That's a pretty bit of payment for a fairly easy job, all told. Mm-hmm. How was the water? Did you see any cool fish? 
Uh, no, it's too polluted. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ah, uh, don't don't be sorry, really. Um, Mary, I want you to know, this weren't personal. Oh, don't. And uh, Yagra and Davil step out from behind the don't. Uh, the temple, the church, the church, the mission with the bell and everything. He goes, uh, Myrie, well, I should have known back at Old Bar Drive. I must be slipping. Uh, and Stevie crosses over to that side and hands him the orb. She goes, the other 5,000? As promised. And as for you, you've made an enemy of the Zentarum today. I may hand this orb. Uh, make a sleight of hand check. 11. You mage hand and like grab onto it, and he like slips to the front of his fingers and he clutches it. He goes, Ah, uh, no, 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 nice try, but fair's fair. And Stevie looks back at you and shrugs, and she goes, There's no honor among thieves. I gotta take care of me and mine. Well, thought I did take care of you. Um, and Yagra lowers a crossbow at you. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Uh, actually, I think we'll be the ones who are gonna take care of you. What's this? I'm tying up a loose end. Clearly, this one's traded in in her black hat for a white one. I can't have her running off to the Harpers and letting her know where we're at. That wasn't part of the deal, Star Song. Deals change. No honor amongst thieves. What do you do? She puts her hand at her side as if to draw her six-shooter. Uh-huh. <laughs> waiting for them to make the move. And she looks at Yagra like, let's, let's not. We were almost friends. We were so close. We're never friends. Just co-workers. Steve goes, I don't feel good about this. Roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> 22. This is so good. Okay, it's your turn first. Okay. As Yagra goes to pull the trigger on this crossbow Totes. and we slow motion. I want to get the orb. I want to draw my shield and throw my body Captain America style into Dabble Star Song to make him drop this orb. Like, I just want to tackle him to the ground, get him prone, and hopefully the orb falls out into the woods or something. Mm-hmm. And snatch it. That's what I want. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, make a attack roll, but I think you're using your strength modifier. Ten. You run forward with your shield and <laughs> jump, and uh, he jumps back to the side. You know, it's a shame you spent all the time in that fancy ball and you didn't even get to dance. I bet you really got some cool moves. And he snaps his fingers. Make a wisdom saving throw. Twelve. As you fall to the ground, you uh, he snaps his fingers and you spin and like turn it into a breakdancer shuffle and like get up and just start uh, dancing and moving. You have no control over your feet. You're just, you're dancing. Okay. Uh, I'll summon my Hexblade and... I guess just get ready. <laughs> Pure wet and swirl around, and then the sword appears in your hand, and you're like holding it at Devil as you're like two stepping back and forth. Um, I'm line dancing. <laughs> yes, 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 you are. I'm doing chill factor the line dance. <laughs> Did you cast suggestion? Uh, no, it's Otto's irresistible dance. Oh, I love that. You must use all your movement to dance without leaving your space. You have disadvantage on dexterity saves and attack rolls. Cool. 18 will hit you. Not if I defensive duelist. You sure can. She fires this bolt and you like slide to the left. <laughs> she just pass it. I think I do a coaster step and I go to the left, but it's also like, it's the part where it's like, everybody clap your hands. Yeah. And I'm just like doing this, but my sword uh-huh. is in my hand. So it's just like, ting, ting. 
Yes. Because it's the duelist part that does it. And it, like, cuts the arrow in half. Yeah, it goes spinning off to the side. Um, It is Stevie's turn now. Stevie, like, shoots out an arm to try and deflect the crossbow as she's going. As it goes, the arm stretches, and the fingers meld into one long, and the, and, like, pings it to the side, and another one goes out and tries to grab the orb as uh, his head goes bulbous and his eyes slide to the side and he <laughs> turns into a giant octopus. I love it! Uh, is unable to grapple Yagra, who, like, sees this coming and with even with the crossbow, does a backwards roll to get out of it, mm-hmm. but natural 20. Um, yes. and, gri- and brings the orb back into her clutches. Uh, it is your turn. <laughs> Towards her ma. <laughs> yeah, just like instinctively. Um, like when an octopus grabs food. Do you know that if you cut, each octopus arms has its own brain? Each arm? So if you cut it off, it'll still grab food and try and feed it towards where its mouth was. One of my favorite facts. They're wild. Don't eat octopus, they're too smart. They have three hearts, they're aliens. They're aliens who are full of love. Oh, I love them. Myri sees this. And her heart sings, and she's like, ah, and she continues breakdancing. But it's your turn. You can make an action to try and break this dance. I heard it. No, I know. I know what I did. My options are I can break the dance. I can stab him and hopefully break his concentration, right? Mm-hmm. Because I can use my arms, just not my legs. Or I can do that, which was my thing the whole time. Beverly, you're so smart. Myrie does this, like, triple step left, triple step right spins around and claps her hands together and casts Shatter. Oh, fuck. In a 10-foot radius sphere centered on me, everything makes a con save, so I don't have to roll to hit. Ooh, not good for Devil. Sorry, Yagra. And uh, go ahead and make one yourself, bud. I don't think it, it, it is on me. You said the sphere was centered on yourself. You're right. It does say everything in it. Oh, well, there you go. I'm a dummy. This is great. Meet it to beat it? Uh, yeah. Then I make it, barely. <laughs> you clap, and there's a as uh, like a, 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 emanates from your sword, um, but you were braced for it. Uh, the damage is 11. Make a concentration check. Yep. They all take that damage, and the orb shatters. Oh, shit. There's a moment of stillness as you gain, regain control of your legs, and then an intense tremor rips through the ground all around you. The abandoned structures begin to shatter. The bell of this church splits, liberty style, and then falls. And as it falls, it rings out, and there's a shaking as the buildings then begin to collapse as fissures rip through the town. Um, I want you to make a, a dexterity save. Twelve. Ooh, but that's not very good. Nope. What's a good building to fall on, Myrie? The orphanage. <laughs> the orphanage. <laughs> or the jail. I think the jail, like, crumbles and, like, the bars <clears throat> bend and shape around you and you are trapped under the rubble. I need you to take... Holy shit. Take 25 bludgeoning damage. Copy. And you are buried underneath the rubble. <gasps> As you're being buried, I think you see a, a seam split through the middle of this street, and Davil and uh, Yagar are on the other side of it, and uh, Stevie uh, appears to have fallen into the cracks, and as you're, like, covered with the rubble, uh, but you see, like, these tentacles 
and that's the last thing you see before you are now buried underneath this rubble. Make a strength check. 17. You push, but you are stuck. Underneath your leg is pinched. The earth is still shaking around you. Uh, What do you do? Something smart. She fishes around into her pocket and like finds the hole and reaches her arm through and is like desperately pinned and she finds the bottle she wants and she pulls it out and she like puts it and she takes the potion of gaseous form. Hell yeah. And she turns into dust. (laughs) Uh, Flows out through the cracks. Uh, What do I see? Like a seam has split the earth basically in two. Uh, Yagra and Davil are uh, nowhere to be seen. They have taken off. And you can see uh, Stevie in like octopus form kind of stretched between the two sides and like rumbling around just barely hanging on uh, as other buildings (laughs) collapse around. The like little graveyard, uh, little churchyard (laughs) plops its gravestones out and uh, skeletons are like like the bones are vibrated up to the top of it like a tumbler. Myrie comes out as gas and then becomes a person again and ties a rope off to anything still standing like a piece of rubble in the ground or a tree or something and is going to try and grab Stevie out of this hole. Okay. Yeah, you tie yourself off and you like reach forward. Stevie like wraps a tentacle around you and then reverts back into Janassi form and is just holding you by the forearm. Mm. What are you doing? Come on, you're my coworker. We gotta go. That's really sweet. Um, make a strength check. Oh no. Uh, seven. Stevie slips and you barely have uh, her by the fingers and feathers sprout from her hand and she, as she like lets goes and falls. <laughs> And she like falls backwards all like angel style and then feathers come back and she whips around, catches the air uh, that like leads essentially to the underdark um, and uh, flaps up aside, grabs you and both of her talons and lifts off. I cut the rope behind us (laughs) with my hex blade. (laughs) And flies you off out as this ghost town is swallowed by the earth.